welcome to podcast number 25 for Thanks for Your Service. Thanks for Your Service is a news and information resource and its focus is on historical topics relating to the Australian military. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter, just search for Thanks for Your Service. Our website is www.thanksforyourservice.net and you can also email us at info at If you were to ever to visit Wattle Park in Melbourne's eastern suburbs, you might see a very large pine tree. Dr Lindsay McDowell from Brisbane joins us to tell us about the pine tree and its links to World War I. So let's start off with the story of the Lone Pine in Wattle Park and your connection with that particular tree. What can you tell us about it? This this tree is one of uh, derived from one of four seedlings which uh, grew from a pine cone brought from uh, the Lone Pine in Gallipoli, picked up my, by my grandfather as a pine cone and given to uh, actually his wife's aunt out at. Uh, Gracemere in the 19, uh, sorry, uh, Grasmere in the 1920s. Now, four seedlings sprouted and grew, and this particular uh, pine tree is one is the oldest one that was planted uh, around about May 1933. It uh, it was it's actually uh, on the uh, parade ground area of the 24th Battalion, which shared the position at the Lone Pine Battle up on the ridges with the 23rd Battalion. They alternated day about. And uh, although some of the other uh, seedlings uh, were planted out at uh, 23rd Battalion areas, they alternated with the 24th Battalion, that's why this particular seedling turned up at the parade ground, home parade ground of the 24th Battalion. And and, and your grandfather was Private Thomas Keith McDowell. He was a 23 Battalion man, is that right? He was indeed. Um, the I think the 24th Battalion uh, was centred around the Kuyong area and the 23rd Battalion probably on the uh, western side, Geelong, Warrnambool, and so on. And and your grandfather picked up the seeds from Gallipoli, but he also went to serve on in, in France. So let's talk a little bit about your grandfather's service, and then we'll come back to um, the fact that there are other lone pines that, that, that derive from the seedlings in uh, Victoria as well. He actually picked up a, a cone, a pine cone, from uh, the lone pine area on Gallipoli after the battle when practically nothing else was uh, seen. After his uh, 16, 18 weeks on Gallipoli, his unit moved to the uh, Western Front in France, which of course was also just as horrific as the the Lone Pine Battle, which uh, about 2,200 Australians uh, became uh, either killed or wounded. um, On the Western Front, he was in the area near Amiens and I think after some period of time there he became medically unfit, was repatriated to England and then returned to Australia on the uh, SS Euripides in about, uh, I think, late 1916. And then from from the pine cone that he picked up at Gallipoli, 
the lone pine at Wattled Park is one tree that survives today. Tell us about the other trees. There were four altogether. The one at uh, Wattled Park. Another was planted out. There were four seedlings survived and grown by uh, Mrs Gray out at Grassmere. And one was planted and still survives to this day in the botanical gardens at Warrnambool. And it's just as healthy as the one over at uh, Wattle Park. There was another one planted out at uh, the Sisters, the Soldiers Memorial Hall, which is midway between Warrnambool and Mortlake at the Memorial Hall there on the Soldier Settlement Blocks. It survived, I've seen it a couple of times, or had seen it a couple of times. It was somewhat poorly. I think it was uh, planted in the grounds of the Memorial Hall and probably got wet feet from the uh, kitchen and uh, other areas and it didn't survive terribly well. And it was struck by lightning in that horrendous storm that blacked out South Australia I think about two years ago, wind, wind and electrical storm, and it just uh, perished at that time. The uh, the fourth seedling grew at the uh, shrine in Melbourne. Uh, as you approach the shrine on the left hand side, it was there for a number of years, and it um, it died of disease, uh, or maybe uh, four or five years ago. And there are derivatives of that pine tree planted there now but the original pine tree has disappeared and there are just the two survivors actually in quite uh, excellent health and they are for people who go to wattle park which i went to recently the lone pine is is a huge tree now and obviously in good health etc now you also you never met your grandfather is that right no, I did not. I think when you read about the uh, Battle of Lone Pine, the Western Front, I I, I just um, don't know what happened there. But he obviously came back to Australia, married in about 1917, had the two children, my father and his sister, who's still alive. And I think, you know, that... He, my father moved away to Technical College and he moved up to Bright where he worked and up to Leeton in New South Wales. Then we moved up to Queensland so that nexus was broken over a period of time. He and father kept in touch. But I think probably, you know, the 50s and 60s and 70s, um, uh, you know, the transport wasn't just a matter of jumping on a plane and going into state. So I think that... Uh, that bond was broken, although he kept in touch with his sister. Hmm. Oh, sorry, his daughter. And, and Lindsay, uh, you also served in the Australian Army. Tell us about your service. Over most of the time, probably not very interesting. I was, um, well, I was in the cadets at school. I joined the university regiment when I was uh, a student for a couple of years. Um, then I left that when the studies became... Um, more intense. I rejoined the Army Reserve in, I think, 1987. So I did about 25 years in the Army Reserve, which was uh, in the 80s and 90s was main, mainly training type uh, exercises and procedures. And then my final posting was to deploy the Joint Force Headquarters at Inogra, which was uh, General Cosgrove's. Uh, 
appointment. And then um, I was working at the, in the emergency department at the Princess Alexandra in 1999, and I got a phone call saying, you know, the usual sort of stuff. Hey, mate, what are you doing? Oh, I'm at work. What do you think I'm doing? And they said, oh, can you come over and go uh, full time? I said, yep, I guess that's what I've signed up for. Mm. And um, so I went over to an organ and I said, oh, we need you in Dilly on, uh, on Sunday. And that was it. So I went over to, uh, to Dilly. I also went uh, to Bougainville. I got a posting to Bougainville for six weeks as a medical officer there. I went up to uh, Munda and Gizo with the uh, when the tsunami and the earthquake hit right up in the north of the, the Solomons. Um, and then when I retired um, from uh, active medical, when it was an active medical practice, when I retired. Um, I did some contract work and ended up going to the Solomons and uh, contracted work for Defence and I was the medical director at uh, the medical, uh, sorry, at the field hospital at uh, Anagra for three years. So it sort of morphed from uh, reserve to full-time to contract practice for Defence. And that was a fascinating insight, not only into your <laughs> grandfather's service, the Lone Pine in your service at all, but look, I really appreciate, thanks for your time today. That's the podcast for today. You can find the relevant links to this podcast on our Facebook page. We're keen to hear your feedback. Leave a comment on our Facebook page, and if you're listening to us via iTunes, please leave a review. And if you're interested in sponsorship or support of this podcast, head to our website or email us and you can also support us via Patreon. The link is www.patreon.com. Thanks for your service. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 